Hi everyone, Matt Waldron here from Level Next Leadership. Thanks for tuning in to On The Pulse. This podcast is the overflow of my own life and looks at practical strategies, insights, models, and tactics to help you lead yourself well and live purpose congruent. My hope is you can get access to some personal breakthroughs, build that great life of yours, and be a gift to the world. Thanks for your time today. Hi everyone. Today we're going to be talking about being an interesting person or becoming an interesting person, which is what the title of this podcast is. And um, I just think it's a really cool thing to think about. There's actually a psychology behind this, which we'll talk about later on. But have you ever met a person who just fascinated you? They're so full of stories, rich insights, and are surrounded by interesting activities, endeavor, and they themselves are surrounded by lots of interesting people. The more they speak, uh, the more interesting they become. They wear interesting clothes. It sparks you know, curiosity in us, and we even get a bit of insecurity around them because we kind of secretly compare their life to ours. Whether we agree with their choices in life or not, they spark a reaction in us because they are interesting people surrounded by other interesting people doing interesting things with their life. It's so important when it comes to showing up in our world that we are being deliberate about living a life that actually interests us, that we're kind of passionate about. And I want to I want to stay away from the word passion at the moment because that word is used and overused. I, I, but understand that when I talk about interest, it, it you know a really strong interest could be something that you're passionate about. But let's just stick with the word interest for now because I think it's a better, more balanced word uh, to use. So many people seem to be living uninteresting lives, I've noticed. Uh, A lot of people are just sort of on autopilot, which is really sad. You know, there's all these movies out there about some sort of zombie apocalypse coming to get us, you know. Remember, uh, just a, fu- a window of time there where they were pumping out like you, like no tomorrow. But I think the zombie apocalypse is already here. I think it's the boring, boring zombie apocalypse. I think it's that group of really boring people who just walk through life, grunting, obligated. Their life is does not have a great deal of color. It's very sad. And this podcast is about trying to help anyone out there who feels like their life has become a bit mundane and a bit boring to break out of that. And I, I hope that that's what it does here today. I hope that you that there's no judgment that comes to you in any way, shape or form, but just a sense of inspiration about what, what could be. Let's take a look at the psychology of interest. Walter V. Bingham says this, Interest is a tendency to become absorbed in an experience and to continue it, while an aversion is a tendency to turn away from it to something else. There is this idea in Carl Jung psychology called circumambulation which means to circle around something that's sacred and really important. Incorporating this idea is the deliberate act of going on an adventure in search of things that light you and I up. 
It's about a search to find, observe, and participate in things that just interest us and just, you know, activate the life in us, as we might say. This then unlocks our potential, our realizations. It releases dopamine and connects us with other like-minded individuals. So those people out there, if you're feeling a bit lonely, I want to encourage you, one of the ways to break out of loneliness is look at your interests and then begin to participate in those interests and you will find other like-minded people which will not only cause you to be an interesting person but will actually break the power of loneliness in your life too. See, it is about that search as we talked about to find, observe and participate in those things that really interest us and really light us up. Having interests as a person is a simple yet profound way of finding and sustaining motivation. Not only are we motivated by the interest itself, but then we begin to associate around people and in the context of the very field of work that we're in and sustained and motivated by the people in it, the like-minded people who have a very similar interest as well. It's this beautiful self-sustaining thing. It is also a way of determining if we are hanging out with the right type of people in the right field of work. If we move away from our areas of interest or decide to never pursue it in the first place, we lose motivation and lock up our potential and we also begin to lose momentum in our lives as well. This is an environment for deteriorating mental health and zero access to a successful, fulfilled life. So actually... When I coach people, one of the first questions I ask people, and people are a little bit surprised by this in the coaching space, but I want to know, the first thing I want to know is what are their hobbies? Because talking about a person's hobby, I can find out so much about them. I can, I can hear them light up. I can hear their language. I can see their body move. I can see all sorts of things. But I also know too, if they have pushed aside their hobbies and they've found other obligations that have now taken over their hobbies. They'll say things like, oh, I'm too busy to have hobbies. Now that also tells me a lot about their self-care, tells me a lot about their values and all that sort of stuff. So when I talk to people about their hobbies, I learn so much about who that person is and where they kind of sit on things. Listen to this. An interest is a subjective attitude motivating a person to perform a certain task. It affords pleasure and satisfaction. It results in curiosity towards the object of interest, enthusiasm to be attached to the object, strength of will to face difficulties when engaged in the tasks of one's interest, a defined change in behavior in the presence of the objective characteristic by attention and concentration. That's a bit there, but that's from... um, Um, psychologydiscussion.net, a bit of a quote there. Becoming disinterested in our work, a hobby, a certain people, is a sign that something is wrong and it needs to be addressed quickly. We need to understand this. We need to have a level of self-awareness about ourselves that when we have been disengaged and become to be disinterested about the things that we used to be interested in, the people we used to hang around, whatever it be, our workplace... There's something wrong. There's something to be resolved. When it comes to food and movies, 
we are quick to say and detach ourselves from things that we don't like. So why do we tolerate all sorts of rubbish when it comes to people, places, and projects we are investing our lives in? It is so important for our well-being and being a successful contributor in our world that we are involved and surrounded by people and things that we like, that we're passionate about, that we're interested about. Do you hang around people that you like? If you don't, why? Are you involved in projects and work that you enjoy? Do you go to events that light you up? Yeah, for me. I love cars and I love the speedway. And most of you out there are not going to relate to this. But I just love the smell of the engines. I love the roar. I love the people out there. I love the dust, the dirt, the, the, the dodgy hot dogs. It's just such a cool, down-to-earth, ground-roots place where people are real, where people are honest, where people are all there for one reason, and that's to get the motor racing happening. And we all love it. And um, I hope you have things like that in your life too. Are you eating the food that you like? Are you investing yourself in things, people and places that you find life-giving? If we set our lives up in an interesting way, we will find a greater level of wellness, success and fulfillment. We show up and add value to our world rather than being a member of the boring zombie apocalypse. Jim Carrey's speech to the graduating student class of Lower Maharashi University of Management. He talked about his father, who could have been a successful comedian like he is now, instead got a safe job as an accountant. He talked about at 12 years of age, his father was let go from a safe job which spun his whole family into hard times. Jim stated that he learned a lot of many good lessons from his father, but one of the most important was this. You can fail at what you don't want, so you might as well take a chance at doing what you love. Tony Robbins talks a lot about raising our standards if we want to bring a breakthrough. So it starts with turning your shoulds into must. Instead of saying, I would like to be a, an interesting person, but I just don't seem to be able to. Now you say, I am going to be an interesting person. When we decide to be on autopilot in life, we have set a standard. It is a low one, but nonetheless, it is a standard. We always rise to the standard we set for ourselves. We are the ones who create the lid for our wellness, success, and fulfillment in the first place. The good news then is that we can lift the lid higher. To set a higher standard for yourself does not mean you are ungrateful, but it's the exact opposite. It's about honoring the life and the means and the resources and the opportunities that you've been given to actually show up on planet Earth as a gift. The gift of life is not to be treated lightly, but it's to be nurtured, invested, and given back to the world in a unique, positive form, in an interesting form. To show up as an interesting and a person is a must and a give, given back to the world. So let me say that again. To be an interesting person is a gift back to the world because it inspires other people to be interesting as well. We talked about at the start, 
How when we meet an interesting person, it fascinates us. It sparks our curiosity. We want to know questions and even generates a little bit of insecurity in us because we know ourselves that maybe we're not actually being as interesting and going after the things that we should. So let's get back to this raising your standards. What happens if we decide something is an absolute must for our lives? I must be an interesting person. It means we have raised our standard and drawn a line in the sand that we are not going to live on autopilot. We are not going to live an uninteresting life anymore. We are not going to be attached and investing in relationships, projects and events that take away our energy, dull our senses and are not life-giving for us. What happens when we cut off um, possibilities and decide that we are not going to be bored, dispassionate and autopilot anymore? What happens to us? This is what Tony Robbins says. When you raise your standards and turn shoulds to musts, we are taking an inner shift to take control over the quality of our lives. Any error you are not getting what you want is because you haven't raised your standards. Most people, if they look at how they are living their lives today, will find that their identity is based on a set of standards and a set of beliefs they created 10, 20, 30 or more years ago. In fact, many of us have made decisions when we were kids about what to believe, what we were capable of and who we could become as a person and that became the glass ceiling that controls us. But are you the same person you were back then? Are you the same person you were years ago? Eventually, most people simply stop trying to break through the glass ceiling. They choke it up and they just accept the way life is for them. Or they tell themselves, that's just who I am. But ironically, when you do this, you are actually denying who you really are. You are living under a false identity that is based off the false beliefs you adopted some time ago in the past. That's pretty strong stuff. Um, and I happen to agree with Tony Robbins on those things. So let's have a look at this a little bit. What are you really interested in? I know you're on this podcast, but if you journal, I encourage you to journal. It's just a great thing to do. Start to write down what your hobbies are. What are you really interested in? The first point here is to start to get clarity around what it is that I've sort of let go by the wayside. What am I interested in? And am I connecting to it or not? Do you want to live an interesting life and become an interesting person? We must step outside of our comfort zone a bit and do something different. So here's an exercise for you to try and then we're going to finish. Practice this and uh, this pattern of breaking through and uh, you can become an interesting person. So number one, we want to ask ourselves, what are we really interested in? Let's just get some self-awareness going there. Number two, ask five different people what they find interesting about you. Ask a friend, a family member, a colleague, and then sort of summarize their comments. Can you see a theme in the things that they find interesting in you? And then you've got to ask yourself, do I find that interesting myself? Is that something I'm interested in? 
Now, if there's an awkward silence when you ask people these things, then you've got a bit of work to do. And unfortunately, you become a member of the zombie boring apocalypse. And you need to actually say to yourself right now, I must become an interesting person. You must do whatever it takes with morals, of course, to actually make that happen. The third thing is plan to experience four new things in the next two weeks. So that's two new things a week. Go to things that are totally different, but are interesting to you in somehow. Maybe join a seminar, visit a museum, turn up at a race at a speedway event. (laughs) Be creative. After each activity, ask yourself the following questions. Was there life in this for me? What specifically about that experience or situation brings me alive? If it didn't bring you alive, that's okay. There's no interest in it for you. That's okay. Move on to the next thing. And the last one is, do I want to do it again? I want to encourage you to keep doing two new things every week for the next couple of months. As part of your plan on Monday morning, you sit down and ask yourself, what two new things am I going to do this week? I promise you within a couple of weeks, you'll begin to emerge as an interesting person. Because even if you find things that you didn't like, even if the experience that you put yourself in, maybe you go to the opera and you go, that was just terrible. I just really didn't like the the, the bravado, I didn't really like anything about it. You can still say to yourself, I've got a story to tell. And you can still say to yourself, well, what didn't I like about it? Well, I didn't like this. Whatever, it doesn't matter. It's just that you've experienced something new. Now you have clarity around something that you're not interested in, which is opera. But at least you can say, I've been to the opera, I did this, I did that. And it's still an interesting conversation to have with someone about that experience. So I want to leave it there for you guys today. Thanks so much for uh, listening. I really hope that it helps you to become an interesting person. I'm sure all of you out there are interesting people already. That's awesome. But you can even become a little bit more interesting by deciding that every single week, you're going to do two new things to experience. Take care, everyone. Have a good one. Thanks for being here today. If you would like to get in touch and find out a bit more about me and what I do, please visit levelnextleadership.com. Until next time, I'm cheering you on.